You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Celebrity Apprentice After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV Celebrity Apprentice After Show. Hello, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another AfterBuzz show inside the amazing AfterBuzz studios. Let me tell you about this Celebrity Apprentice show that I continuously enjoy more and more each episode, and that's what you expect out of great television. But let's talk about this episode for season number 12, episode number 6, Party Like a Mock Star. Party Like a Mock Star, and before we get into all the craziness with this great episode, we will say who we are so you guys can interact with us, of course. Uh, my name is Ronnie Jr. Sitting next to me, we have... Creator. Ronnie, apparently the first time here at After Buzz TV since he's got to move his mic. Why, why, why? I was just going to say something, Phil. I didn't want to be rude on the <laughs> show. You're, the, you're, well, you're, you're talking over your mic. See, this is what you do. You're talking like this so we don't hear you. <laughs> and then when you come down, we hear you. Well, now I don't know what to say. Anyway. Um... So I'm coming. I'm going to fix it. Right I can't handle it. Keep talking. Ten years. Uh, <laughs> this is a culmination of ten years in the radio business for Ronnie. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just follow the button line of your shirt. It's my roll of thumb. See that? That's what you're talking about. That's keep talking. Yes, yes, yes. Amber's just talking. I can't say nothing. You guys. No, you can. All right. So listen. Here's the thing about that. I love that music. Thank you. Um, okay, everyone, you know, welcome to Celebrity Apprentice. I mean, there's just Thanks for having going. me on your show, Ronnie. <laughs> I'm Kevin Undergar. I'm sitting in for Alina. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. I'm a big fan of your show. You guys, I listen to it all the time. Awesome. And I'm a big fan of Celebrity Apprentice as well. And, Phil, am I talking correctly into the microphone? You are indeed, sir. Thank you very much. Are we all talking correctly? You are indeed, Kim. Well, Kristen, Kristen hasn't said a word, so depending we, on what I say, we're not that's certain. that's how I talk correctly. If I say bad things, then I'm not talk, talking correctly. All right now, I'm good. Well, anyway, so when we were going to do introductions, but there you go. You guys know that Kim Lai Yingling Kim is sitting next to me. You know that uh, next to, or well, on the other side, we got Kristen Carney. Hi. She's always here recapping <laughs> After Buzz. And then, of course, we've got Kevin Undergaro, who's the creator of After Buzz. He does some things around this entertainment industry. Celebrity Apprentice, it's exciting to have you here because you are a fan of the show. Who are you a fan of the show? Who Who's the cast members that you really I like? I like this cast. It's, it's, you know, as Maria's doing Dancing with the Stars, I'm seeing a parallel in that every year it gets more and more competitive so the dancers they're saying that are on dancing with the stars right now are the best they've ever had that they're saying oh wow right, right out of the gate and i i'm feeling the same way with the apprentices and i don't think it's that these apprentices are necessarily 
just naturally better or the dancers are naturally better. It's that they're much more prepared now. They all know the stakes are so much higher. So people, when they get find out Dancing with the Stars wants them, they're all going to training, every one of them. Mm-hmm. With Slub Apprentice, they all know the drill. If you go back to Gene Simmons, he was the first one who said, oh, really? You need me to make a hundred grand? I'm going to make 10 calls to my friends. He was leaning against the wall. Mm-hmm. Total stud, total self-made, multi-multi-millionaire. But he knew that. Back then, no one did. Mm-hmm. Now, people come in, the way Paul came in prepared, like, I'm going to call someone and get us four or 500 grand, oh, whatever he got, immediately. One, yeah. So They know what they have to do now. Most people, right, and there's definitely some dead weight, and most of the dead weight's mm-hmm. gone. It seems like the Venezuelan girls are definitely weaker. Um, but a lot of the dead weight is gone, other than Adam Carolla, as I feel, could have won this whole yeah. thing. And I know you guys have gone over it, so I don't want to like <laughs> have to re, you know. Yeah. But I feel, I'm disappointed because I wanted to see Adam uh, more in this, and I, I feel that the way he's so self-made and so smart that he could have gone the distance. But it's just one, you know, it's one of those yeah. things. He was fun to watch, and you know that he's self-made, but also in the sense that he has a lot going for himself already and what is he going to do with you know with Donald and the production team put you through through this show some mm-hmm. of the other cast members possibly aren't really working and this is the biggest break that they're going to have so they're going to maybe you know act a different way on this show or be willing to be put in different meaning the way like Adam basically has a day job yeah, he's very so he doesn't. So well, he doesn't have to. So he doesn't. So, so the thing is. Too, yeah. So he doesn't have to worry as much. He can be more bold. What, right. Well, a when he bit. said his decision to actually do the show, he basically yeah. was just like, you know, that my agent came to me and I was like, yeah, why not? He's like, it was like the same decision as make, you know, as deciding what bathroom stall I'm going to use. He didn't say that exactly. I'm paraphrasing, but it was something Plus, to that extent. You know, he didn't really. He's he he said the charity for me came second. He's like, I do these like with Dancing with the Stars. He was like. Yeah, I'll do it. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, oh, I need a charity. Okay, cool. I'll pick a charity. You know, he wasn't in this to like be like this celebrity mm-hmm. who's like working for the environment and to change the world. He just wants go- to have fun. Going but- off what Kevin said, it is actually interesting. And you would have thought he would have went really, really far in the sense that he is self-made. So if you if he could do it on his own, you know that he is probably one of the he stronger like, business-wise. I don't think he ever, wanted get, to. Did, you know, there's a whole thing. Where you ever hear someone say, oh, that person has F you money. Yeah. Did you ever hear that term? Yeah. Well, it's he has that, but also he has fu power, meaning mm-hmm. he has his own audience. They're very loyal. It's it's growing every day. He has no he, his infrastructure is literally him driving out of his driveway into his garage, and he does a broadcast. There's 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 no network executives. There's not all the other there's not all the other elements that other people are beholding to. Number one that are even working and relevant. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even have to deal with that. And then you have other people that aren't even working at all on Dancing with the Stars and on sub and they really need this. Yeah. So Adam, you know, his audience is, is only going to like him more for going out the way he did. Mm-hmm. And if you hear his podcast, you know, every week, and it's, it's fa- every day, it's just fantastic. But when he talks about this, he is more and more brutal on on NBC mm-hmm. against NBC against the production yeah. a little bit on Trump because he doesn't care and he says it I don't have to care I have, he, he, yep. he says I have you guys as, as an audience I don't have to care if they yeah. hate me for what I'm saying mm-hmm. it doesn't matter yeah, yeah he's not worried about the next deal with NBC that's going to give him millions of dollars yeah. he doesn't need it his career is slightly different than Arsenio where we haven't seen Arsenio in some time but that is the power of the podcast that is the power of broadcasting your own content as we do which is obviously the perfect time uh, let Phil know um, you know he which is he, why you should rate and comment on nice, iTunes nice, it, it validifies us too good segue Ron after the 
the microphone incident. I had to redeem myself. Nice job, ahead. Rodney. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, it is about the iTunes, and iTunes has shown us a lot of love. What we really want from you guys is to go a step further, because like obviously you know we're going a step for, uh, further for you. We brought in a cast member on Celebrity Apprentice last week. Aubrey came in here. We made that happen for you, so we can make the show a little bit bigger, stronger. What we want from you is to comment on the iTunes page. Go on there, rate us, You know, write some nice stuff. We stay in contact with a lot of our YouTube people. In fact, uh, I was on our YouTube for uh, the Celebrity Apprentice, and been making friends with the uh, people that like the show too but anyways let's get right into the show my favorite part always of course the drama is great but i love the payoffs you guys with the charity we get to see different sides of these entertainers this show does get you you know riled up and your heart's beating but you get that little moment where you get to see lou uh pay off the charity that he won for and lou has had a lot of emotion this year so Mm -hmm. i was really happy that he got the win and that we got to see mda um, you know, getting the $50,000. It was just a nice moment for me, you know. The girl they presented it to seemed wise beyond her years. You closed your eyes. She sounded 20, but, you know, she's a yeah. little girl. And- she explained uh, muscular dystrophy um, for other people, you know, could be a little more severe. For her case, it wasn't as much, uh, but she still, you know, it's still something that affects her. And I just thought, yeah, I thought she was a cute little kid and uh, almost like an entertainer, almost like a little Well, most of the kid. time, you know, I, we do a lot with the Children's Hospital Art Charity. And what we notice is those kids just are so much more mature because of what they have to deal with, what right. they're facing. Um, so I saw it in that girl, and what I, I thought was very sweet is I, I felt Lou was very genuine. And I, by mm-hmm. the way, I see, I see a lot of celebrities, you guys, that just aren't when it comes to this charity stuff. That they're, they're not. And then I see, one, I see ones that aren't ge- genuine. I see ones that think they're being genuine, mm-hmm. but they're really not. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense. Yeah. But is. in the moment, they think they're doing so good, and it's really more about them. Yeah. But right. I really felt. Maybe because Lou had the disability too, he was. Get, mm-hmm. He seemed like there were tears in his eyes. It seemed very genuine. So yeah, he, it was I, nice to you see. You have heard that with entertainers. Like I've always heard from from several people that Beyonce is one like that, where she will do a lot of charity be, charity work, but you know is not you know having to get photographed. And I mean, a lot of the entertainers do make sure that they get photographed and it right. gets seen in a certain way. And Lou's was really nice. I think everyone on this show we've seen uh, with the payoff has been good, but his was one of my favorite because he suffers a lot, you know, emotionally, I guess. Well, to grow up, you know, with that kind of disability and have to overcome all that. Yeah. I'm I'm sure it makes him more sensitive to Um, other people. Every episode uh, where we're here at After Buzz, we like to take a look at the charities and why people are out here on Celebrity Apprentice fighting Mm -hmm. for their cause. So today uh, it was Kim Lai's idea. We'll take a look at what what uh, Clay uh, Clay is going to be mm-hmm. fighting for. And he was sure fighting because he was the project manager today. Yes. Um, so let's do real quick uh, there, there, this beautiful view, the Hudson River. And uh, Crystal Light is what it's all about. The uh, mocktails, the non-alcoholic drink. And, of course, there are three cri- criteria, like every week, is mm-hmm. the yes. uh, creativity, brand messaging. And for this one was more like the overall essence of the party mm-hmm. uh, that, that each uh, the men's team and the women's team would be uh, presenting for Crystal Light. Yeah, uh, Clay said, "I'm not a partier, but I want to do the challenge." So that was great. It was about the right time for him, I thought. You know, to step up, mm-hmm. and and Aubrey, she, um, she, it was her time too. No one really was pushing to get it. She just kind of said she wanted to be the one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I really liked how how the guys don't have the background in partying, 
and how they won. Mm-hmm. And um, Kevin called it when we were watching the show when uh, they when Clay told um, Ivanka that they don't party. Kevin said, "Well, it's going to make a really nice moment when they if actually they win. win, and then right? Because it more could go credit. either way. So you no, know, it, but it was a good thing to say because you throw that out there." And let's say they don't do a good job. It's like, hey, you know what? You guys aren't partiers, but man, you turned in a great performance. And then if they win, it's the same thing. I mean, it's even greater because it's like, wow, you weren't parties, and then you came from behind you and and you created this great party. Yeah, so I, I think you it was don't have gr- to be a partier to. Put but it was a party great strategy together. to say it. I'm sure that's not. I don't know if that's why he said it or not. But I know there was a reaction in the room, like, oh, my God, maybe yeah, don't say that I, to your I, bosses. I was, I was actually the one who I, assumed, yeah, you guys kind of not corrected me, but let me know, like, hey, this is a great idea for him to do that because of that. And I was thinking, maybe you're not supposed to let him know that you're not skilled in this particular task, but I guess it did work out for his favor. Yeah, it's a good strategy. Like, right now, I'm going to walk in here, and I'm going to say, you know, I'm really bad at podcasts, and then just blow Kevin away and be like, <laughs> whoa, she just killed that. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, wait, so, but, but backing up, let me ask you guys something. Does uh-huh. it make you want to buy crystal light this thing i kind of want to buy it just from seeing this whole episode well for me my oh interesting all right wait wait, come around the room so my mom when i was a kid my mom drank crystal light so i associated it with like 40 year old women and so i don't think my perception really changed based off maybe the women's take on it and i really haven't heard of crystal light since i was a kid and now it's kind of making this comeback but it still has refreshing to me it's refreshing but i Remember well, that it having almost a fake taste to it. And so I personally would have liked to seen something maybe enhancing what it tastes like rather than just getting the name out there because I know my perception as a kid was like, Did you see them sipping it and saying, mm, tasty and all that? They seemed like they were having fun. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of the advertising, I think yeah. maybe if it was focused on like the taste better, I would have maybe changed my perception. But it's fun. That's interesting. That's what they tell that's us. That's interesting because, you know, what. I'm going to say this. I I agree with with um, I don't agree with the taste. I th- I like the taste of it, but I agree with what you're <laughs> saying. As an executive, they should have told them as part of the task is is to not just hype up how fun it is, but actually how how tasty it is, how right. delicious it is. And I mean, I'm, I'm you're the right. only like, drink. Why not put that out there? The only drink I'm buying because it's fun is vodka, <laughs> which goes you know great I mean? with Crystal Light, by the way. <laughs> just so you know, right? There's you know, if answer. they wanted to push something fun, I think maybe, and I maybe there was some sort of restrictions on that, but maybe mix in some more of an alcohol type. You know, you can mix this with this drink and that drink, and I made think there could have been a lot more of a presentation. But but anyway. okay, presentation from from the from guys both, and the girls, or both. or as t- in terms of what was assigned. Well, I think they should have like in the past, where every single thing. I mean, they've talked about the brand, the brand messaging. They've had information about. Is the this product. the fault of Crystal Light and not giving them those orders? I don't. It has. It seems. I think they the should. Same no, way I mean, each time, though. I just. I didn't feel that it was branded well enough. I, I happen to. I happen to agree. Let's. Can we talk about the men's first? Because mm-hmm. I. I, I want to yes, like absolutely. So it was. The presentation of the men's, it was like, I, I don't just look like a bunch of dirt on the ground. <laughs> yeah. I thought and that so was going to be a And just kind of old fat guys in Hawaiian shirts, which I hate guys in Hawaiian mm-hmm. shirts. Yeah. Who picked those shirts out? How about Paul's Penn, Hawaiian shirts? Penn was in charge of the Hawaiian shirts. Oh my gosh, but, I thought it was clay. Okay. But wow. I, I was surprised that they didn't say anything about that for the men's because when you walked in, it did just like, look like dirt. And in terms of in terms of branding... They the men didn't have as much branding either. So if they had such an issue with the women on the branding, I'm surprised they didn't have it with the men as well. Because the first thing you walk in, you see dirt. I, I, I that doesn't scream like great branding to me right there. Maybe you should walk no, in and there should be the party, signs there with with the love, beach dirt. 
I really thought that was going to be an issue, and it didn't come up at all. Everyone so seemed weird. to think it was cute. A and under the boardwalk, it, it, it was a great song, and God, Clay, what a great voice. Um, but, but no, but what did it have to do with what did under the boardwalk Light. even have to do with a beach, let alone right. Crystal Light? Uh. Right. Right. They should have done I mean, they, the they, they, they crowbarred that in. Well, I guess down by the sea under the boardwalk. Well, yeah. I think they were definitely taking advantage of the star power that do they had there as well. Yeah, I do. I you will know? say, I think Donald and Ivanka and John Don Jr. missed a couple things in terms of critiques. I think they really let this. Well, wait, 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 wait. This, this is the Crystal Light execs, though. Not them. No, that's true. But but Donald and Ivanka were both. Or I'm sorry, not. Ivanka was there in the pre part before she didn't actually attend the parties, and you know it, neither did Donald. So but I'm surprised just, but, that they didn't talk about it more. Maybe a shortcoming of the men. Well, because but they weren't there for the execution, con- right? And it doesn't matter what they thought if the they executives enjoyed yeah, it. Then he, that's all that really matters. Yeah, but usually when they're in the boardroom, I feel like Donald brings up more just nitpicky things, and I feel like this week he didn't really bring up nitpicky things. Maybe because the executives didn't bring they it up must to have. him. I yeah. kind of think that these two. You know, looking at the executives, and especially, and I don't want to jump over to the girls thing, but especially seeing the white guy snapping his fingers to the Debbie Gibson song, the way he was just, <laughs> it was just so, and again, I see a lot of these executives, because oh, a lot of, I, I make a lot of deals where celebs will go and, you know, attend these things, and the executives are outside of our industry, <laughs> so they get very excited when they mm-hmm. see a star that they know or knew and mm-hmm. performing in, in some capacity. And the way they... I could see them going in and seeing D and Arsenio and all of them, and let's give them, them this. They were having a ball. Like, they were with the Soul Train, and, you know, they were giving it everything they had. The along. juggling. The yes. executive was singing so the, along. That girl the, was not so, having so it. Was she wasn't, but, but the, <laughs> the, but the white was. guy yeah. was totally... Totally, yep. no pun intended, like, drinking the Kool-Aid, like the or excuse me, drinking the, <laughs> the Crystal, Crystal Light. <laughs> and I I could see where he just got so lulled into yeah. the celebrity factor and the energy that they were presenting that I think um, he forgave so many other things, <laughs> or it was blind to so many other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because these executives are living such stuffy lifestyles, and they're so intense all the time. Yeah, and I just know when you go to these haven't been as so many and Maria's mm-hmm. been hired to do many and we, we've we've attended like if Kim Kardashian's done them we've gone for to support our friends not none of them ever looked like that like the beach party <laughs> they've never looked like that and I don't right. mean that in a good way well no, yeah I've, right. al- I've always assumed those more as elegant like I think one of the people we were watching in the room had said oh in the daytime on 11 11 uh party and I was like, well, it's more like an event, and that's how they usually are. They're like, I mean, they're evening things too, but you know, well, just because it was the mocktail party, I was thinking more nighttime in my head. I was oh, picturing okay. it to be more of an evening event, even though it was supposed to be fun. You know, I, just, I guess if they did, a, you know what? That, that's interesting. Remember at the beginning, they kept saying fun, 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 fun. How many times did that get edited? In? Fun, fun, yeah. fun, fun, fun. Now putting that all together. I see why the why the beach segment would have won because it seemed like they were is, having more fun, fun mm-hmm. whereas. Aubrey's was, you know, if we can switch over to talk about Aubrey's, was mm-hmm. gorgeous presentation. It was very Holly, more of a Hollywood party. Much more. Now, now it's, that's exactly like one I would have attended that okay. I that we do attend out here, mm-hmm. and I give her a lot of credit because she's not a professional party planner. No, and she was on top of every detail. She's and, good at um, delegating. She's good. She at she is that creation and that and takes and confidence charge. and also and in, in diversity. And and so if I walked into that, I would have been fine. 
I, I I totally would have would have bought into that mm-hmm. that that was put on for a hundred, two hundred, three hundred grand like these but, events but are. But I feel like that kind of party is so robotic and it can be absolutely it can be just duplicated over and over it and is. over. And I it I don't is. even get to go to a lot of these parties, but I've been to those parties. You've been to them. I mean, but you guys Debbie, all of the, everyone at the table has been. It wasn't robotic. Yeah, I so love the Debbie part though. I did <laughs> I did think that was fun, and I don't I don't know. I increasingly <laughs> enjoy her because she is so ridiculous, and she's so okay with that. Like right. if I was in her position and I had been doing this for a long time and everyone looks at me like I'm crazy I'd like want to hang it up and you she, know she still is like it's all good oh wait I can't sing in the boardroom we should all sing together but I really am ready I mean the fact that she's so into it I'm just you guys I'm sorry I have to give it to you her. know I, I know her pretty well we flew uh-huh. together on a plane a couple of years ago and we've, we've stayed in touch and, and uh, I haven't talked to her in like the last year so it'll be interesting next time I see her but that's who she is yeah she just she loves to, to work. That. She loves to work. She loves to perform. Sam. And she but she's very very uh forthcoming. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. And and as I watch this show, I'm thinking I'm a coach of a team. I'm I'm Aubrey. And and you know, you as much as okay, let's say it's annoying to have Debbie sing all the time. Let's say that's that's the most annoying thing in the world. At the same time, you're a coach and you have to play to your players' strengths. So you don't maybe you don't want Debbie proofreading stuff. Maybe you don't want that. You know, it's like what? Debbie can sing. She will totally write a song. She'll own it. She'll throw her heart and soul into it. She'll she'll come up with a hook that everyone can sing on the way out. And so if you're a project Which manager, that was the best thing to do. Yeah. yeah and so, Aubrey, you know, we can't knock Debbie and we can't knock Aubrey. We've got to compliment them. Aubrey was really strategic in that because she said in her confessional, you know, I hate hearing Debbie Gibson sing her hits. So at least now I'll get to hear her sing something different. So Aubrey came at it with like, yeah, it will be good for the team, but it'll also be good for me, which yeah. I think is really smart. Very smart you have to coaching. Be coordinated to right. do both of that. She also did have a soundbite uh, in the show, very funny about, um, it, you know, if anyone could get you to sing a song that you're never going to forget <laughs> and just annoy you for the rest yeah. of the day and the message to be given, it's going to be Debbie. So I don't know. I'm starting to like Debbie a little bit more. Just <laughs> and here's where I'm going to cut in. Uh, too many people in the past have made the mistake of like i hate debbie i don't want to hear her sing i'm going to give her nothing to do in this entire episode in this entire task rather than like you know what let me use that annoyance or whatever it may be to my advantage aubrey did know how to tap into people's positive sides rather than someone who was a project manager like oh who, who could i say um i don't know I'm not thinking of an example right now, but just, they, they just even last in. week, I'm just going to go back to last week with Tia. Uh, you know, she she liked certain people and didn't, and she didn't utilize everyone in the right, right way because of that emotional and you know, attachment, some, right? And also a, a little bit mousier, where Aubrey was so assertive, and again, maybe overextend herself, maybe not as strong in every single area, and maybe does make poor decisions but you need someone who has that kind of confidence and can make decisions and is not afraid to be tough and um i think she did i think she did a great job but again as more we're talking about it if it's if it was based on fun the guys have more fun the guys yeah. do a fun party. I, I do, I and do the, girls, think... the girls dismissed the fun idea because, they did. Well, you know, Don said, though. you know, they're not doing fun. And I think, and, you know, Aubrey said, we can push it as hard as we can. But after that, we didn't hear about it again. Well, she said that they sort of came up with the idea prior to learning about the fun aspect. And then she continued to stick with it. And even in another aspect of the interview, she said, well, something along the lines of, well, if you can't 
make your idea work, you know, how creative really are you in, in the end? So she was really sticking behind it regardless. Of, it, was a, it wasn't like she dismissed the fun aspect, but she was sticking behind what she already yeah. came with. Well, you know, talk, talking about the women's, uh, with the women's task, what did you guys think of Teresa um, knocking down uh, Aubrey in front of um, Donald? No, was, yeah, around Don Jr. You know, just said, you know, this idea, it's it was, it's a little off-brand or whatever. I was glad. I Honestly, I was glad because I think Aubrey is really, really, really... I mean, from having her in here, she was great. But it, it's hard to kind of get a word in edgewise with her and to kind of say <laughs> what maybe you think. And right. so, you know, I thought, I, you know, as Kevin said, you know, if you don't come back with an idea right. after you critique that idea, that's not good. That's the knock on well, Teresa. I, right. I was actually mm-hmm. impressed that Teresa, it was astute of her because... They did have too much going on. You know, it mm-hmm. was, there were too many concepts. It would just need to be unified. And that's probably, if Aubrey has a weakness, you got to reach out to your committee. Yeah. And you got to be able to take notes from other people. You can't just be the one making right. all the decisions. Since I'm not a huge Teresa fan to begin with, I, you know, I don't get excited like maybe the rest went, oh, she's finally stepping up. Because again, all we saw, as far as the edit at least, was she stepped up just to sort of kiss ass to Donald but, Jr. But she did. But, but oh. if, she cre- if that idea came to her, then I'm impressed because she's. But from a marketing standpoint, she was 100 percent right. Right. And we we've had we had this problem at the in AfterBuzz a year ago, mm-hmm. about a year and a half ago, and you know it it was like we're post game we do post game wrap up shows for your favorite TV shows. That's it, mm-hmm. and it can't be anything else. But we had several other concepts and things and going off on tangents and we uh, Phil and I just have friends who are they 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 have a TV show that's on the air and it's. It's still not the one idea it needs to be. It's it's trying to be five different things. Yeah, and you see it all the time. And I, I think that was if the, if she came up with that and right. someone didn't she didn't hear from someone else and then repeated, I give her credit because she was right. Where I where I dismiss it is you have to come up with something better. It, it's an I was telling the, as, as I was telling Kristen in writers rooms, it's one of the first rules, especially in a comedy writing room. If you're gonna knock an idea down. Mm-hmm. You best have a better idea in its place. Don't just be knocking people's ideas down unless you have something better. So it's like, I don't think we should have this line. Instead, we should purely be this one line. I think that's the way we should go. And she should have maybe said it to Aubrey. And who knows, maybe in editing she did. did. We didn't see it. We just saw it with Donald Jr. It it is kind of crappy. She did it around Don. What what at least impressed me was I didn't expect Teresa. I've always seen Teresa. I watch a little bit of the Jersey Housewives. But I always saw her as somebody that was basically kind of rich and spoiled and Uh not very bright. She does... Does a lot of product out there, and you know she definitely does a lot with her brand. But is that really her or her people? And at least I saw that, and I was like, okay, I'm impressed. Yeah, I think she might have gotten it because from the past episodes that we've seen, mm-hmm. I think their ideas, although creative, haven't been focused. And I think maybe she's learning now in you know week or you know episode five or six. I'm not sure what we're on right now, but I think after you have the learning curve has to you know go well, up. Well, and, and again, right? she does right. have Notice. you know with all her books like that she's done, and you know you learn this stuff. Mm-hmm. And again, I know Even from if, being yeah, on the other end of it from myself. Zero to sixty, she's gonna get it at some point. Yeah, but but he, she does have her does have a brand. I mean, mm-hmm. Debbie doesn't have Debbie's got the albums, and she 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 and she grinds. She does Broadway and all that stuff. Um, Lisa Lampanelli has her comedy and. They all do very well, but Teresa has uh, cookbooks mm-hmm. and cooking products, and and I probably if I did a little more research, I bet you I'm sure there's perfume and there's clothing and, right. and all that stuff. There's there's tons of these parties that she's she's 
part of, I'm sure. The more focused your voice. She put a lot on during the show, the yeah. New Jersey Housewives. Yeah, and it's like the more focused your voice and your in your brand is just you, you, those people are the most successful people that you can go oh that girl's this mm-hmm. right. this girl's that so right. I think in their concepts I, they haven't been that focused and I really honestly thought the women were going to win um, highlighting Diana who doesn't really get too much support you know or is always the one in the boardroom because <laughs> um, I, I really feel like it's not that she's bad it's just she's E- the easiest person to attack, she's maybe. she's a pretty easy target. Yeah, she's a pretty easy target. She's not a bad or mean person. It's just the easiest person for them to say, well, I'm bringing Diana. She's our worst player. But, I mean, I thought there was a little bit of value to the idea that she was able to bring a lot of people into the event. I think that's always important, especially 100%. at the beginning of the event when you knew what the guy's concept was and the female's concept. My mind, this was like sort of a, as we're watching prediction, you know, I was like, well... The guys could be fun, and but they might not win because the women, I feel like they're the type that would be able to bring such a, a large you, capacity, and that's you, important too. It's so important. And if you, again, if this were, if I walked into that guy's party with Maria and it was part of like the event, like BWR publicity firm says, oh, we would like to cordially invite you to this event. And we went to it. I'd be like, oh my God, what the heck is well, this? Well, D-, D. Snyder was like, this is a man's party. So it would have been. No frills. But, but I. But even the men's parties out here, they, they, they have bud coolers and bud trucks. and They right. know how to do it. Right. I would have been like, what the hell is this? Now, I want to have fun because whatever, I'm a guy. But if I walked in the girls and I saw all the, the Miss USA girls and, oh, and, 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 and had them wearing their sashes and their crowns, very high end, brings a lot of value to the party mm-hmm. because I'd be looking like, okay, she got five grand, she got two, ten, two grand, she got 10 grand, she got 12. Someone put a lot. So, again, fun party with the boys, but... I give a lot of credit to Aubrey. Yeah. I give credit to Diana for bringing them. I thought that was great. Yeah, and I just felt like we didn't hear enough of that. Like that's a good, huge aspect to your absolutely. To your event. But no. if you but if you strip all that away, it's so simple. The concept was fun, and so when you're adding in like this and that and this and that, you're you're making it more difficult. I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. These women having fun. Is it is it not possible for them to together <laughs> have fun? I mean, the guys are. Have fun together, joking together. They're, they're like, and we know guys bond, and and you women, you know, you're a little tougher with that stuff. But is it would it be possible for them to really be fun? Are they fun? I don't think so, and I'm not saying that to either. diss women. I'm not a woman hater. Extremely catty with oh, each other. We know, you know Aubrey what? could be fun. It's we know Debbie could be fun. Hey guys, what? that sounds like a fun question for one of our YouTube callers. All right, we've been staying in touch. Uh, After Buzz, Celebrity Apprentice, what's up? Hi, my name's Grant. Hello, Grant. Hello, Grant. We've talked with Grant a couple Hello. times online. He supports and oh, nice. he, he hits us up on iTunes and he rates, you know, the of best course. rating. Yay. What'd Grant. you think of tonight's episode, man? <laughs> Who's uh did you like the men's team or the women's team? Well, I gotta agree with Aubrey. Last week she said sometimes the winning team does not win, and I think this was the case. I think that the women should have won, personally, from what I saw, and I didn't see too much of a difference between the two, to be honest, besides some sand on the floor. <laughs> oh, between the two different types of parties? Yeah, especially with brand messaging. I I didn't see the, the real difference. Um, but what I did catch was I was not surprised that the women lost because I was looking at how the episode was put together, how it's edited, and they didn't show much struggle with the men's team. They had Paul with his big hands opening up the little umbrellas, <laughs> and then they showed the... um 
the, the messaging problem with Patricia or whatever with the, what wasn't approved and all the prints. And so I could tell, well, this is going to come up in the boardroom because there wasn't much to cover on the men's side in the boardroom. So I wasn't too surprised that the women lost, even though I thought they should have won. So you think they should have won even though they didn't go for what the client wanted, which was fun? Well, fun, I don't know if you I mean, how can you judge fun? I mean, they had their... I thought Debbie Gibson was a good time. I had fun yeah. with watching her. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, no, I, I, think, I think it was fun. I think fun is very um, suggestive of, of what they think. I mean, I thought both were fun. And personally, I wouldn't really want to be doing the, singing the boardwalk song. So I would have mm-hmm. rather been on the women's party anyway. So, huh? you, so you could have fun in a garden of Eden? <laughs> sure. Well, the garden <laughs> of was picture Right, but that was their concept. I, I, so. I, we, you know, we were Grant. We were we were saying that I think the executives just got just got swept away with the guys. There were so many guys, so many stars there that they knew, and the stars uh, are in Hawaiian shirts and totally stepping yeah. out of character and being just so fun and cheesy and cheesy they and like and and I, yeah. And I think it was just I think for effort they just must have given it to them. But I I, I agree with you. I think. I thought the girls, I thought Aubrey did a great job, and I thought the girls' party, it, to me, if I'm a corporate guy, I, I, you know, I would have been, I would have said, damn, I got this whole, this three or $300,000 party thrown for nothing. I'm, I'm psyched. Yeah. You know, I'm, but yeah, but you didn't really even know it was crystal light. But, but going off, I think that's a great was, point, I think too. What, I think what Grant so was, it was saying, basically just a party. But they sang a song about With Crystal Light. I mean, you know, but, but here's, yeah, right? here's my question, though. What, wasn't the men's just as kind of non-visible? There wasn't mm-hmm. that much That's more. That's right. I agree. That upsets me. And I think Grant was kind of getting at that. Yeah. Like, you look at the men's. I don't see tons of... And I've done radio marketing promotions for some right. time. And I know there's, like, such little elements where the signage is so important. Kevin and I talk about after-buzz signage at certain events we do. And that's, like, one. That's like step one. I think entertainment kind of follows by. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into a good event. But I do know that signage is important. And I think entertaining your, your crowd is, is good, too. So the fact that the women did that. And I know Aubrey definitely charmed them. And I, I really am shocked that the women didn't win it. Doesn't doesn't seem yeah, like the right but choice. The bottom well, line. that's one thing. That's one thing that I think that they can't lose with. The more signage, the better. I think mm-hmm. that even if it was obnoxious and over the top, they know that they'll get uh, a pat on the back in the boardroom if they have more than less signage. So especially with something like Crystal Light, that they're it's all about that title more than I think the drink itself. I just think there should have been much more bigger signs as opposed to like, like the guys had it on a TV screen and it was kind of low. Like you couldn't even really make it out with all the people yeah. in the room. The bigger, the better. That's right. You're, you're right. You are great points, man. Continue grant. Thank you so much for calling. Continue to write on our YouTube pages, continue to tell all your friends about us, retweet us. Uh, you definitely are part of our after buzz family. Get on iTunes though, man, hit us up with some comments and uh, rate the show. Okay. Of course. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. Thanks, Thanks. Grant. Thank, Thank you, Grant. You. Bye-bye. Um, Bye-bye. Kim Live, what were you, you guys, saying? I just, okay, look, it, it was supposed to be about branding. Right. And neither one of them really did showcase Crystal Light or the fact that it's, what, zero to five calories or the fact that you can mix it with all these other different things. But did they what want that? Crystal but did Light? the execs want that, though? I think in, in this event, it didn't signage, seem like that. If they didn't have the signage, they should have at least promoted that product. And so if you look at the bottom line of what they were looking for, it was not 
yes, Debbie Gibson was fun. But the guys was more cheesy fun. They were more into it. They saw the other men Definitely there. more fun. No, it was more fun. And, and, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step and, in for one moment. Uh, and, and this is actually a compliment to Kevin because he brings this up all the time. And I, I've learned it from him. You know, the decisions that these executives are making, you know, they're choosing basically on the spot. You know, we're talking a mm-hmm. matter of like minutes, hours, whatever it may be, but certainly not days. And, you know, uh, you have so many things going on uh, much of the time that you, you hardly have time to think. And so if you have – imagine if they made this decision a week after the event. You know, you can kind of simmer down and be like, you know what? Um, you can kind of pick the better one. But when you're on that spot on the moment and all you're thinking, well, wow, that was – the guy's team was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was so much that's fun. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's you know, all I, you're left with. You, know, that, you make your decision. That's, that's it. That's true. Because right. I love the women's team. I thought the women's team, women's team would win. But at the same time, I sat there in the room when we were watching and I said, hey, you guys, I kind of feel like I had two drinks in my hair, <laughs> in my hands. And I was, you know, enjoying that moment. So they, the guys brought a, a, a moment. And Arsenio, credit to Arsenio, I thought – he did such a good job at bringing he's, people. He's in. so much fun, and you know, guys, if uh, if 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 you listen to us via iTunes, check out Adam Carolla's show with with Arsenio with Arsenio, mm-hmm. and you get reminded of how talented Arsenio is. If you remember him from Coming to America, and you remember his show, <laughs> great, and you hear and you hear him with a comedic great like Adam, and they're riffing back and forth, and they're doing characters. And you hear him even talk business with Adam and compliments Adam for creating that infrastructure. Uh, he's he's amazing. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his. You know, I'm like renewed interest in him. It's a smart thing for him to do this yes. show, well, but I love seeing him on this. You got again. Donald Trump mentioned Clay Aiken and Arsenio as two of his favorites going in. Oh, he was um, surprised by both of them. Their business sense. You know the way they. I was really proud of Arsenio, the way he was really stepping up and trying to make it fun. Because, you know, you're a celebrity, you're rich, you really don't need to, you know, go overboard. And I think he really did well at being humble and getting out there and, you know, trying to get people in and barking, you know, in New York and trying to get people in there Uh, and and go, hey, 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 because that takes, you know, it takes kind of, you know, you have to, you know, know your place in the world to do that. And I I don't want to um, sidetrack this, but I will say this in favor of the women uh that we are forgetting the... um, the executives did also say the words sexy or not sexy. Oh my God. I said that cause I'm thinking that yeah. no, they said sassy and vibrant and fun. So the women, I will say were sassy and were vibrant. And we're vibrant. hundred okay, you percent. You're right. They did have a week and they were going to go down a checklist. I mean, the women definitely, <laughs> Phil, definitely I, had. Phil, more. you're right. I, if these guys but, had a week, I'm yes. sure after seeing this, they're like, <laughs> because they had, uh, the CD. Well, they had yeah. that customized song, you know, I mean, they did have all those posters, even though it did say Palm Teeny. It was yeah. so light, I'm, but I'm definitely not biased towards Aubrey. But she, if she didn't get into the entertainment business, she could do really well just in you, business in but general. Let me you well, tell you guys, to figure things out right now. No, she but is? you know something, she'll be fine. It, you know, it, there's, there's, if you, that's why Madonna, Oprah, all, there's all the, those uh, people that go to that next level because they're mm-hmm. great business people. And then there are other ones who are successful without that, and. Sometimes those are the ones who disintegrate. You just see with drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's ones who are successful but because they may have a partner or a manager or someone who's just super, super pushing them. Um, but she's she's one of those ones that I think grinding up that ladder with Diddy and, and, and being in that world and, and having to kind of claw a little bit, it's been good. But it's not all, all – I you know, you meet some of these other people from these bands and they're like – they're just very flighty, very spacey, very mm-hmm. artsy, and uh, and she's one of the bright ones. I I, I was I just I say again I was very impressed 
with her. Um, but, you know, it was interesting. There's a, a line I want to talk about before. I guess this will segue into the boardroom. But Patricia said, this is one of the most damaged, dam- this is the most damaging behavior I've ever been around in my entire life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when she All talked right. about being in the room with the uh, And she's a model, so she's probably been around some damaging behavior. I find that hard behavior. to believe. She was just being dramatic, I think. I mean, it was... Well, Patricia and, and uh, Diana have both seen their downs in this so far, and I think that they're both sensitive women and that they're affected, you know, inside Can I ask you this? Themselves. Do you feel like one could have done better without having that little teammate? Because um, I feel like Diana Always. maybe would have yeah. been... I feel uh, like... Uh, Ronnie, haven't I told you this? <laughs> Here at AfterBuzz, what right, I well, say, why well, a lot of times, you know, <laughs> as, as an, I was saying as an as an employer, it's really hard hard to hire friends. So let's say you 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 and Kim are best friends, mm-hmm. sitting across the table from you guys. It's just not smart to hire you to to because when when things get a little rough on you, Ronnie, mm-hmm. you're gonna go to your friend and cry to your friend. And your friend is going to be one who's more than likely going to say, yeah, you're right. This does stink. You are getting screwed. Blah, <laughs> right. blah, blah. And fire yeah. you up. And you're more likely to do that. And, less li- and you're more likely to try to get the company to conform to both your ways because you guys have a way of doing things. Now, get rid of her or get rid of you. And as an individual, you conform more to the company and, and what's going on with the company. And so I think that's a great point. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think these two are doing themselves any favors. Mm-hmm. It seems like they it's, probably think that initially. It's too easy to, to cling to each other yep. and rather than go and get with the group and make things work. I, I also, I, I, when I hear people say the, the most damaging thing behavior I've ever been around in my life, I've had people say... No one's if they've gotten yelled at or reprimanded by a boss, they'll say, um, I've never been spoken to that in my whole life. And I and I'm always shocked and I'm like, Well, well you've had been? that's what I'm saying. You've had a pretty damn good yeah. fucking life. You know, yeah, I don't buy and, that. And for the record, I don't we don't really cuss at after buzz unless it's one of those But it's one of those ones that I'll drop an F bomb for that. But 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 if she did mean it, she is a beautiful woman. She's probably had the ball bounce away a lot. Not and listen, mm-hmm. I know you beautiful women. I'm at the table with two of them now. I, I'm I'm like I know you guys have it hard too, <laughs> but the point is, it, I bet you there is a little ring of truth to that, and I and I because she's been the model and she's mm-hmm. probably been catered to a little bit, and she's been a successful model, not a model who's like been a failure. So now she's in a room where the ball's not always bouncing her way. In fact, it's rarely bouncing her way because so much more is involved mm-hmm. than just standing up straight. And being and it, charming. And it's not saying that women have it easy or nothing. I get no, what you're 100%. Saying, but but I, I will say that I've some, seen some of that action where the you know you don't you, women possibly don't go through certain things that men have right. to go through when they are. And just, I think with doing and thing. I think with Diana, I, I I do like her and I like her spirit. But here's a couple of knocks. She's young, yeah. so she's not going to have a lot of the life experience. Also, again, it's a lot of her things probably show up at this time. Be professional, whatever. Right. But it's not that. You know, Madonna, 17 years old, passing her cassette tape out from bar to bar to bar to bar. Yes. That's someone who you know would have killed on this show at 25, 30, 40. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think Aubrey has a little bit of that. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, Diane's never had to go through that stuff. That's why I'm excited to so, see her in the next couple episodes because she is now on her own. You know, there is no more Patricia. It's, it's Diana's going to be doing her, yeah, her own thing. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And I loved this. I mean, these are the, the, the flip side, though, is, is, is the flip side of Diana, as I want to throw this at you guys. As much as I think she's young and she hasn't had the adversity, doesn't have the experience, and isn't isn't as good, and is not going to be as good, and is not going to make it to the end. But 
Uh, do you guys just think it's also, is there anything to do with the fact that she is young and beautiful and women just hate that? No, I, I will say Is there say anything no. to do with that? Because they do. They, and no, I the, do, because she's the last person that I'd be bringing back into the boardroom with me, because she, I have not, I would, there was you, other wait, people I'd be bringing bring, back, and but she's picked think, on every time. But do you think she's picked on because she, she ha, you know, everyone wants youth and everyone wants beauty. And, I do think no, there's an And everyone else, it, they're older, the group, the girls. She is I so non-threatening. I don't think so. Um, I don't think so at all, because I think Diana is effing gorgeous. I right. would shave off my entire so head you, of hair so for one day to look like her. So would you pick on her for that? Absolutely not. I'm not that type of person. I just, I just think she hasn't shown... She, and I, okay. I will agree with Aubrey. She really hasn't shown any creativity. I just being devil's advocate, so right, I don't right, know right. one way but, or another. But it's it's frustrating to be maybe a woman and to say, oh, well, you're only pick, you know, you don't like her because she's pretty. No, I love her because she's pretty, and I want to sit next to her so I can just stare at her face. So I don't well, think that yeah. I don't think that's had anything okay. to do with it. And and it surprises me because Donald Trump has now said several times in the boardroom, Diana, you are creative, and she's like, yes, I am. Yes, well, I am. Di- well, I, I'm glad not, you brought that up though about Donald. I love she this about Donald. How, how tough Donald is. Right. Well, she wears the he crown loves for him. Her. I mean, <laughs> Because she wears the crown for him, number one. Number two, she's so sweet. And he's very involved with those girls. They market for him. They promote. I, I bet she has a great relationship with her because she's she's positive. She's a great spirit. She seems relatively clean, not mm-hmm. like some of the other mm-hmm. wackos he's had. Um, and I'll tell you, on a side note, I love this about Donald. I love how... He really is proud. These people he brings in, he likes them all. Yeah. And he's yeah. very proud of them. He's always yeah, pumps them up. Uh, Debbie, he does Debbie, that to Debbie a lot. Debbie, you're a big Debbie superstar, Gibson. Debbie, of course. <laughs> and, you're super, and I love that. I love that because this is a big, he can be mean. We're seeing him be mean to Rosie all over again these last few yes. weeks. Uh, so, you know, he's uh, he's rough. And so does, he softens up when, he, I, I like that. I like seeing the side of him that he, yeah. he overly pumps them up a little bit. Yeah. But I think it's kind of cool. And he's definitely been soft with Diana. And I think that I she's think he's floated really by, and, and, and because and, but all, he, true, so but far. also also, and again we're learning from other reality shows. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's better business for him to be soft on her, to pump her up, right. because she is the underdog. Right. There's no value in like in and in, it's his and show, right. It's his, his show, it's his brand, and even if it wasn't. And he was the host of the show. You still the weakest one. You want to make strongest. The strongest one doesn't need any more help from no. you. Because right. they're already strong. Well, that's why I am surprised that none of, like, you know, Lisa or Aubrey actually aren't trying to get rid of maybe each other each yet. Other. Because, you know, it's you'll. Too soon. It is too soon because you want to, you know, have the stronger team to win more so you can stay on longer. But, right. but, like going, that, but going but, off that, that does play a major impact why they bring who they bring back, I think. You know, obviously, Diana uh, with the, the beauty, that's Diana, one that's one no thing. And, and could it offend another woman? Mm-hmm. Possibly. But I think it also is like, I got to go back in this boardroom and I need to. Be the boss to Donald. I need to like own and win this this battle that we're about to go. You know, I mean, is it, it would be like me going up against Kim Lai. I'd be very nervous to go up against Kim Lai because she brings heat. So if I had seven other people and I saw other people that ain't really about nothing, I would bring them and I would know that for sure. I would at least be able to stand out. I mean, right. that's that's a, a business strategy. Why I think Diana right. goes, it, you know, and, and they feel like they can run over and they can run over and, and it is a team thing and they need a strong team. Now, now next well, now, week is going to be great. Yeah, now they're combining. And so then, that, it doesn't even then the, the, so before we get into next week, so we we talk about you know who actually gets fired in in in, in Patricia. Yeah, yeah. you guys Patricia. think that was right, Patricia. Um, do I think it was right? Do you think the right person got fired? Yeah, I do. When they were if all it's sitting out of there, those three. Yeah. Well, no, wait, not even if it was out of those out three. Of three. The who whole else? girl team. 
Who else on the girl I team? I wouldn't have to let Debbie go. I th- I'm love, starting to love Debbie's spirit, and yeah. I'm liking the way she's working with everyone. Teresa, I would be indifferent on. She could, she would. But be I okay. bet you Teresa worked the party. We just didn't see she it. Did, You're right. You, know, you, saw, you saw her on the phone a lot. You saw yes, her doing and she's stuff. She's good for that because she yes. would get things mm-hmm. done. Right. That was definitely her strength. Yeah. I think Patricia. I mean, because it came down to the printing. And the branding and the crystal light was not on there, regardless of whether Aubrey had given the approval or not. She was ahead, the head person for that task. And that task was all about crystal light. So she should have and, made sure. And I was looking to see if it was editing, but she was really ignoring Lisa Lampanelli. I yeah, was looking was. to see if they were just oh, editing uh-huh. shots. Uh-huh. Yeah. But because you could see it in the it. wide shots. Yeah. It was just like she was ignoring her. And Aubrey did make did bring it up when she was looking at the signs, and you could tell Aubrey wasn't happy from the beginning. So Aubrey was aware. It yes. wasn't like she just it happened. Then all of a sudden, Aubrey was blaming Patricia. She knew from the beginning that yep. Patricia and she knew as a that. leader, I just have to press on at this point. Yes, right. I got to wear but a I strong didn't face. I understand why she was she agreed to let Diana go when he kept asking her, "Who would you let go?" I would have let Patricia go. If it was me, I would have got rid of that strong uh, that, that strong player. That was a little interesting. How Aubrey, you're saying how Aubrey so kept going to Diana, yes. but then it was like, well, so, who, Di- that's I, why I feel like what weird. you said about the whole beauty thing and the whole being young. I do think well, that Aubrey is insecure. Oh, uh, we already no. know that. And the fact that she keeps going after Diana. But I think Aubrey is Maybe looking to the insecure. future. And I really think oh, Aubrey it. I really think Aubrey genuinely wants the stronger team. And I think she thinks Diana is the weakest link regardless of the of the task that they're on at the at hand. So I think that's why she was going for Diana. I don't necessarily think it was because of the looks, but I think it's because Aubrey is trying to form a powerhouse team. And Diana the team does, doesn't can't exist on that week, team. The team yeah, but they don't know that, that they don't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You think she's trying to form a powerhouse team? That's why yeah, she's because, going against Diana? Because, no, because Aubrey is strategic because she wants to be on the winning team. And Diana is only, she's thinking, going to contribute to their losses. So it's smarter to keep Patricia on for the time being because Aubrey knows you put Aubrey up against Patricia, Aubrey's going to win. So P- Patricia really isn't intimidating to Aubrey in any way. Diana isn't either, but Diana makes the team weaker. She wants the team strong. See, but I think Diana makes the team stronger because she's young, she's beautiful, she's tied into the USA system. That could come in handy. <laughs> what is Patricia going to bring to any of these tasks? That's yet. what threw me off with Patricia. Be- it was time, yeah. Patricia, I think it <laughs> I just think Diana what she's what she's lending isn't adding anything. Yeah, she can maybe get some like pretty girls in there, but call but modeling agency. Yeah, you don't but get the value the, to that though. There's a huge Girl. value to that. You Especially in, in not only pretty girls, pretty pageant girls, and then that. pretty winning, successful pageant girls. I mean, crowned winners out of the Trump. And, I think and by the way, and by the way, and out of the Trump <laughs> system, which gets you points with Trump. Yeah, she yeah. was pulling from her resources. I just think Patricia's a better worker bee than Diana. I, I'm not thinking in that sense of where what she can add in terms of you know her resources. Maybe, but but again, I, I think of when I think of resources. But but Patricia did say she said something straight to I am really good with resources. I can get people in. I got the ice sculpture. I got this. I got that. I'm connected. And so you okay. know they're both connected. And I just think Diana she's going to be deeper. Well, in that respect, then Patricia is going to be is I'm sure deeper connected than Diana because Diana's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, <laughs> exhausting. Uh, it was. I mean, That's yeah, true. it was quite the boardroom because initially everything did start off really, really good. You know, in the sense that they were like, we had never seen a boardroom where they're like, yes, Aubrey's great. Aubrey's great. Every single person on that team. I mean, I didn't. The right person got fired. But but go. You know, do you think that Clay having called out those three guys in his is going to work against him? They kind of yes. teased that a little bit. Um. 
He said oh, it God, should be. He has to do that. Oh yeah, why did he do three? Because he should have done three. And Trump yeah, said, and Trump said, now you congratulations. <laughs> now you get three <laughs> people enemies. who hate you. But you know, it's funny with Penn. We didn't really get into how Penn see, was much more, know, much more penitent yes, this week. I wanted to talk about <laughs> and that. And you could see he was much more like, mm-hmm. okay, what do you need for help? Yeah. And by the way, it's not even this week, you guys. It's the next day. Right. Yeah. Like they right. filmed this. Right. Like you I, know, I, I, every I, single I day. I think that really got to him. I think he was much more subdued this week. Because of what happened Much with Much more subservient, yes. Yes. I give him yes. credit for that. <laughs> and, by the way, we, we talk about how smart he is, and he is that smart to say, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I want to be perceived. That's maybe how I'm being perceived. And I, so I'm he'll gonna- easily back he's up. He's changing yeah. his and, brand and, message. And, and, yeah, yeah. Cred- he seems smart. He'd be able to do credit that. Credit to Clay. Like, they made a task within the ta- – I mean, they made a – this is what you need to do. He went with Arsenio. They were off for a couple hours. And, by the way, though, everyone well – but, but many of the guys concurred with Clay and said it was good to get rid of him. They were all because sort of overwhelmed by him. Yeah, it's always just too, too much. Too, too much and too and much. they were speaking to who? That, were they telling Donald or Ivanka that they were telling one? I think of, they were telling Ivanka. Yeah, I like Ivanka on the show. She's good. she's fantastic. I, Ivanka, Ivanka. Um, by the way, indeed. Adam Carolla always oh, he you know, having an experience where he said no, she's she's the the brains there. Wow. She's like she's just got everything together. And it seemed like the first couple seasons when she did this versus Donald Trump Jr., he didn't really match up. And I feel like to credit to him, he is sto- starting. I think to they're match both up. great. Oh, and, and Aubrey I, has I a think... crush on Donald Trump Jr. How great was that? <laughs> that was a great moment. I wish he knew I need it. To, like, look. Oh yeah, I need to find his Twitter to see. And by the way, like, how oh, great man. would it be to see a Trump? With a nice hot piece ass like that. Nice, oh, my dance, gosh. Nice he is pop married star. with three children. Oh, all right. Well, we can dump that. Yeah. That's his first one. His, Why would he leave? Ugh, his his no. second one. No. no. She's a hot mess. No. no. Stop that. <laughs> stop that. In a good way. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, uh, hot mess. Wait. She organized that whole event. She totally had. It wasn't just her. It was a team effort. I do oh, think but it was she a led little, the charge. Was, uh, a hot mess we're, we're, could we're not gonna, do gonna, that. Yeah. A hot mess yeah, exactly. could do that. She's no got the way. tenacity. She definitely doesn't. We're going to go to commercial it. in one okay. second. But I just, I do think it's a little hard where everyone in the guys team, when they were looking uh, in the room, they were all jumping on the idea that like, okay, she's the brains. She's the brains. She's done this. She's so great. All these ideas. Every single task. Yet the women only won two tasks. Great line. Yeah. The, I mean, it was the guys. Good. It, it made sense. Arsenio and Dee said that, and then and then Diana did. Smart girl. And she is the one who also in the boardroom brought up that there were two. Too many ideas. Too many ideas, and guess what? Yeah, she's in charge, and she comes up with all these ideas, but guess what? She's also lost four of the six tasks. But isn't that tough, though, in this show? Because we obviously thought the women would win today, and they just didn't. I mean, there are times, I don't know if you could really use that. You can use that in a hater standpoint, like, you know, oh, Aubrey didn't win, so her ideas must not be about nothing. This is not like a task where there's, like, set results, like, this will guarantee a win and this won't. These are all theories, and... uh, Well, just like Grant said, I know it's really a tough thing to say, but that's exactly how I feel about it. You know? Yeah, like Grant Grant called in and said the winner doesn't always win or something like that. Mm-hmm. The better team doesn't always win. Um, but I the whole time I've been thinking that, like, I know it's great. Aubrey's giving all the ideas, and I did want to say it last week when she was here, but I didn't have the balls because she's intimidating. But I did want to say because <laughs> she kept saying, you know, how many ideas she's had. But I want to say, well, how many tasks have you guys won? And, and I think that there's something to be said. Well, but the but greater the risk. To- the only thing we don't know, you guys, is is... Yeah, we can we can vilify her or stone her for for losing four of the six tasks, or 
do we not maybe give her the credit for having the courage or to be the only one coming up no, with that's ideas? Because why haven't the other girls? Do you think well, Teresa? Yes. Do you think Teresa would have any ideas? We don't like. Yeah, and we talk about or that. Diana. Well, that's or exactly like what I was going to say. Any of them. I, I mean, you're not I think, doing nothing. You I mean, can't I think say nothing. right, and that's unfortunately it, what happens is when you do step up as a leader, you have the courage to put yourself out there. Exactly. Yes. And then you know, and the other ones don't, and it's easy to sit back and throw rocks at. Like, but that's what I, exactly what I was going to follow up my statement with oh. is like you know doing stand up comedy. The people who take the bigger risks are uh, always do better in the long run. You can tell safe joke after safe joke. You're never going to go anywhere. And someone like Aubrey puts herself out there and is able to take those risks. And that was exactly what I was going to say. You know, so I think there's both sides to having mm-hmm. all right. those ideas. Because think about it. Uh, you know, I know Lisa's super creative and super smart. But if you think of some of the other women on that squad, like who really would be able really? to come up with creative ideas? Yeah. I do think, even though I'm not a fan of hers necessarily, I do think that Teresa does have something we're, we're going to see at some point. I mean, that. We've been she, saying that now, though. But for no, weeks. We, I saw a little more well, this week, but I still yeah. think for her to spearhead a whole. A, I, I'm ready for that. For her to have done the, that, I don't think she could have thrown that party. No way. You and, don't think Teresa could have done no, it as good as I, I think No, I think she could throw a party and get a lot of people there. But in terms of like the marketing, standpoint. the marketing, the organization, the details—I I don't know. I don't. Well, I just she would have delegated it out to be able to do that. It's you, not you just, can it's, you can delegate absolutely, but you have to. You still have to have. I think. I think you still have to have ideas. Well, and it goes back to the Madonna, seventeen years old, giving out tapes everywhere, and that hustle mentality. What you have to I do did, versus Teresa. What was she? She was a I rich just, housewife. A ri- her, yeah, a rich her, housewife for a spoiled Italian girl. <laughs> yeah, what she's willing to do and what she. You know, even though she's talented, but she's learned. But listen, she's learned a lot, I'm sure, from Housewives and with branding. So I, I think she will. She surprised me today, and I'm hoping to see more. But I no, I don't think she could do what Arby yeah. did. And it's funny, it's Lisa Lampanelli. One of the things she talks about when she is on Corolla or she's on Stern, especially with Corolla, she says, you know, it was so hard because the women were so stupid. She's oh. like the women on the show were so right. stupid, a- so it was really hard for me to have to work with these morons. Lisa Lampanelli is a very educated woman. She went to Syracuse University. She went to Harvard. She was a journalist. She worked for Rolling Stone. She was she's editor for Popular Mechanics. Um, she's done oh, wow. a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. she she knows she knows smart because she's been working her whole life with smart. So when you do put her in an environment where they're not maybe on the same level. It's gonna, it's gonna show up. She's gonna notice it. And hands down, this is why I love well, this show because you get to see so much more than. I mean, she cried on the show yet again. Yeah, this, this is like why that. she loses it. I think she doesn't have patience for stupid people. Yeah, well, she does. Well, it's it. hard. So, so it does it. Do, yeah, oh, hard. so does it. Well, and by yeah. the way, I got a little choked up right at the point she did too when Donald <laughs> signed the check to Aubrey. Yeah. Which, by the way, how come to Aubrey and we don't see him do that every week? How come what? Why know, did Aubrey I, get the 10K? Because I, uh, he's got a weak spot for her. He does. You guys didn't see does. that sort of coming? I've kind of felt it a I little didn't, bit. I definitely didn't feel it coming, well, here's but what I it think Aubrey here's knows what how it to and, 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 to and get that. Yeah. From watching her on Making the Band so much, I just I never missed the episode. I'd be on the blogs looking. I was like a super fan of that show. She definitely does. And this was honest, so this wasn't like a maneuver. But she definitely does know how to get her presence and her point of view across without even actually saying anything. So what she did was she went into that boardroom, started crying. And the compassion card just happened to work. She talked about her cause. It was a great cause, and there, there he, you know, was sort of he was sort of put in a position. Can I tell you, as as an employer, why why I can relate to what he did for her? You would probably do the same. Yes, because when you see someone like that, who's who's embracing. 
the idea of your company, the idea of this game so much and has so much passion for it. And I've had people like that work for me, and I love them. Now, a lot of my other employee, employers hate them. They're jealous of them. No. They drive them crazy. They think they're too bossy or they're taking too much credit. Uh, or Whatever the case is, you love that. When you're, you love to see that rather than, you know, say Adam, who's like slouched in the chair and be like, yeah, if you want to fire me, go ahead. <laughs> you know, or like Tom Green, who went out and like got drunk the night before. And, and, and basically was one of the meanest times I've ever seen Trump throw someone out of there. Get out of here. He was disgusted with him. Yeah. But then you have someone like that. I know we won and we did this and we did that. And we and and he's he's a, a smart enough read. Yeah. So he's she's totally drinking the Kool-Aid, the Crystal Light. <laughs> but of this show, uh, she is totally embracing the Sleb mm-hmm. Apprentice brand. She's giving everything to this. And if you're Trump, this is what you want. You don't want the slacker who comes in and doesn't care. Or yeah, who's see, not uh, taking it serious. I'm who, to go. Who's being like, look at look at these this isn't a real boardroom. That's that's a set. I see all these fake lights here. Come on, you're putting on a show. And uh, and after really you and, <laughs> and she's really giving it her all. So yeah, that's is. why he would see that and say, you know what? Here's ten K. Yeah. Anyway, we should go to commercial. By the way, I know we're like we're Phil's oh, gonna yell us for being wow. so into us, but remember wow. this is but remember <laughs> this is a two this is a two hour show. It's tough, yeah. This is not a, a <laughs> our usual hour show. Slut Prince is two hours, so it's a lot to go over. Anyway, commercial Ronnie, yes. Yes, yes, and there's a lot of two hour shows, but there's a lot of elements to talk about. So let's do a commercial. We'll come back with our cause, uh the charity that Clay is actually fighting for. I say fighting mm-hmm. for because this show is definitely a fight. Mm-hmm. A celebrity apprentice after show. We love all your iTunes comments, rate us, but let's go to commercial. We'll come back with some more fun. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? I'm Clay Aiken, and I'm playing for the National Inclusion Project. The National Inclusion Project is an organization that I helped to start about uh, eight years ago. I used to see kids with disabilities get kicked out of programs because or, or not be allowed to go to a summer camp that I was working at because they had autism or uh, a little boy or girl had cerebral palsy and they didn't have the, the ability to kind of work with them at the summer camp. Um, and that kind of pissed me off. In our social settings, we do segregate again. We don't include individuals with disabilities. In workplaces, oftentimes, almost always, unfortunately, in extracurricular programs. So we work with the university to help 
create a curriculum that teaches people how to include kids with disabilities and without disabilities in service learning projects. So, um, so groups of uh, inclusive groups of, of kids, teenagers, will work together to do stuff in their community. We're sort of like a service organization that serves other nonprofits in a way, and we help make sure that their programs are inclusive. And we started working with with people to give to partner with different organizations to help train their staff and help give scholarships to kids with disabilities and help buy the, the adaptive equipment that's necessary. We kind of work in support of those kids who get set on the sidelines. It's kids who get pushed to the side and end up not being able to participate um, because they are in a wheelchair, because they have a disability. That's who we hope to help. But what the benefit is, is after that, what we find out happens is that everyone it benefits from it because these kids without disabilities get a, uh, an opportunity to see the world from a different perspective and they become more accepting. But the goal of the National Inclusion Project is to make sure that all kids can participate in everything. All right, you uh, were just taking a look That's at... That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, Clay. And you can see why he stuck up for Lou. It all makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it you is know? interesting to see who each person does choose as far as their... Uh, or, you know, where they choose to support as far as the charity. And I think and I can see why pe- he has the claymates, why people love him. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's really impressed me. I mean, as, as you said, when you were hearing Donald talk about the season early on, you know, Clay was somebody that came to mind as a strong competitor he's doing he's doing well yep he has funny jokes too so he's amusing he mm-hmm. made a really bad joke about aubrey parting directly out of he said yeah his she, mama's she went out you know was born <laughs> and then right onto a stripper pole <laughs> it was a, but it was funny so it was good for the show um but we do like to take little bits of uh you know looks at what they're doing so you know we'll be talking about everyone's charities or whatnot Kristen, you had one quick little news story uh go ahead and give us one after Buzz TV News. I think I was just hit. <laughs> no. um, now it's epic. We're all just a little small comments from Tia Carrera regarding her oh. her departure boot slash you know choosing to leave um, from last week. Um, she said on um, Good Day New York. She said if I wanted to be the person to throw them under the bus, as it were, I could have thrown Lisa Lampanelli and Aubrey O'Day under the bus, but I did not. And then when um, the host suggested that perhaps they were jealous of her looks, she just dismissed it and she said she doesn't want to be catty or trashy. Um, so I think, I don't know, I think she does a good job at being very mature about the whole thing. Um, and she, but however, I will digress because um, in another interview, she said um, she called Aubrey O'Day the little red haired girl. So it was very condescending. No, and for her to say, like, I could have thrown them on the bus, that she's, she's. She's throwing him under the bus. She with her. is, yeah, yeah, of course. I wish people yeah. would do that in the boardroom and not after the fact. Right. Well, but they're she, being interviewed, and they're probably they, yeah. And by also, the way, and they and they they and she's reading and hearing their reports. She mm-hmm. probably heard what Lisa said on Howard One Hundred and One. You know, she had her own one-hour show talking about this and mm-hmm. what she said. Whatever. And then they hear the aftermath, right. and then they respond. Yeah. Well, she is being very passive-aggressive because she continued on to say, "If you give her, uh, referring to Aubrey O'Day, enough rope, she's going to hang herself." I maintain my own personal dignity and integrity. I'm not going to get into any nasty cat fight. It will become apparent in time. So she is she is being definitely mm. passive. But that was towards, I, and, and towards I, said anything. She I don't, I don't want the people to get voted off or walk themselves off to have this like, oh, I'm just higher than anything. And, oh, I'm not going to be trashy well, think, like the rest of them fighting for. It's like if you if it's not for you, it's not your fight. That's great. You don't have you don't have to do yeah, this. But I do think I Tia probably wanted to get in a few words because Aubrey did have a few words about her on the show. And so <laughs> yeah, I think Tia did. wanted to get oh, her, like her, her defense in because, yeah. you know, she referred to her as old and stuff like that. So, But, but that's just an opinion. I mean, it's a comment. It's an opinion. It's not an opinion. It's more of an insult. But that's, that's yeah. OK. I mean, I don't care either way. It's fine for yeah. me.
I'm uh, entertained. Yeah. I'm fine. I, I wasn't a TF fan. Well, let's do uh, news. Or, news is over, so let's do predictions and see what we're going to think of next week. And now, you're after Buzz TV. With the lights moving and everything. All right, Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, next week we are going to finally see. It's funny because I do like the men versus the men and the women versus the women. I'm sorry, as a team together. Um, but I do like when they get together because now you have different elements and different uh, camameraderies. I think it's going to get ugly next now, week. Now I think. Yeah. I think, I think the love fest. The love fest crazy. is over. We won't. No, we won't right. see what yeah. we saw this week where no. everyone loved the project. I think manager. this. Yeah. No. No. But this I good. Think, I think it'll get this moment. I think it'll get ugly, but I do think the um, the concepts will get maybe get better because now you don't have just one perspective from testosterone and one from progesterone. I think you mean in, you, wait, wait, in terms of the execution of it? Be, yeah, more well rounded. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I agree. And, and now you, I think you're going to see the better parts of Elisa Lampanelli because she's going to uh-huh. work great with what, guys. With, with yeah. yeah, I think you're going to see Dana shine a little bit too. Diana. Diana. There we go again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She changes yeah, her name. Yeah, I agree. I think Diana with the guys yep. will be great. She's going to be out that. I wonder. With and all the other women. Like, I wonder who won't blend. Uh, it doesn't sound like Arsenio is a fan of Aubrey. So I think. I, I think oh, wait, wait. It doesn't not. Sound. I think Teresa's is going to have a hard time. I yeah. think Aubrey is because she's she's very strong willed and yeah. she has her own way of doing things. And guys don't like that. And you know? her and Arsenio don't get along. So I think we have right. something to look forward to with that because Arsenio um, had called her a few choice words. Oh, beforehand, uh-huh. you mean? No, or I don't just think in the predictions? Yeah, but they had, they had tension going. Are you talking going. about Arsenio and so Wait, wait. Uh, tension going into doing Celeb Apprentice or we just see tension in just scenes in from next week? Just in general through the episode because Arsenio has made a what, couple... What, last week? Are you saying yeah, earlier they, episodes? That's what I'm trying to get Last at. week, last week. Because okay, Arsenio gotcha. said in the boardroom um, that's why Diddy fired her and we were watching the episode Kevin, yes. while she was here, she got up, she had to woosah, yeah. she had to... I know, she, I, saw, she was, I know, I saw she was upset. Um, yeah, but, in here she was upset watching it well, when she saw there, Arsenio there, say that. There wow. is an NBC yeah. clip also uh, where he is kind of going at it. Lisa Lampanelli is defending Aubrey, saying you can't call her these words. And I guess the words he called her by, behind her back were the B, the, the C. W. Well, I always go to the C last because that's the worst. <laughs> right. B, W, C. The C word. Wow. Well, I was wow. going in order of the alphabet. I know, but the C word is the furthest. Yeah, one. when you get the C word, that's <laughs> <You're> done. <laughs> the big C. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's, yeah, we bring them all together. Um, no, I, it's only going to get better. Next week is going to be amazing. Eight o'clock. And eight o'clock. Yes. New time. So yes. we'll be on a 10. Um, we will let you know. We'll tweet you. We'll tweet you. Well, yeah. that, wait, is it we'll going to be a three-hour episode or I two? Don't no, 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 no. Think so. I think it's just it's two hours. Hour we don't know our time, though, because we, at AfterBuzz, it's what we call Black Sunday because we do about, what, 40 shows <laughs> in one night? Yep. 42. It, it's like crazy yeah, here. See, it's is, really so hard. And, with, and Mad Men's coming on our roster. We'll be at 2 a.m. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Black Sunday. <laughs> we're into it. Celebrity so Apprentice, we really appreciate you guys. Like I said, uh, one thing I've been trying to do is go on the YouTube page and see what everyone's writing, and I will write back with you. Uh, Grant was one of our YouTube people, so give us a call. Weigh in, because obviously we love talking about this show, and we all do our own thing in the entertainment industry, but... At the same time, call us up. 424-256-1729 is always the number to call us. And, and tune in to Dancing with the Stars. Right. And make sure you vote for Team Enough. Team Enough. There's going to be a really fun viral <laughs> video coming out, Team Enough style, too. Good. We want just, that. Just, we I'm haven't just, had enough of Enough yet. No, right. because as we say, nice. the longer Maria stays on that show, the less dis- the less distracted she is, or the more distracted she is, <laughs> to notice how much money we spend at AfterBuzz. <laughs> we do it for you, and yeah. we do it. We love you, uh, Maria, Yay. as well, too. Okay, fans, we appreciate it. Celebrity uh, Apprentice AfterBuzz, we out of here. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>
From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.